Welcome to this episode of Spiritual Hustle. I'm your co-host, Anthony Filipovich, and along with me is Justin Sabinski. And today we're very happy to welcome the founder of Lisbon Lab and the transformational coach, Joel Cavallo. Joel, welcome to the podcast today. Thank you so much, Anthony and Justin, for having me, guys. <laughs> Joel, uh, we would love to hear about your experience in setting up uh, the Lisbon Lab. Yeah, well, Lisbon Lab is actually... Uh, an inspiration and was inspired on, on based on on this on <laughs> on london real it was clearly an inspiration on, on that so i got to to connect with london real i was participating in a, in a program in, in london real the speak to inspire program so at that stage where we apparently learned how to how to speak in public and so on and, and from there i sort of spinned off and i created a lisbon lab experience so it's it's let's say a sort of a lisbon real but still in, in the experimental phase let's say Right. That was more or less the mindset behind. So the, the idea was was essentially to to promote Lisbon as well and, and promote uh, people. So through through podcasting, initially I started like a, a one man show. So I was I was basically vlogging. I was putting out some videos um, normally on, on a weekly basis, based on on my experience, on my knowledge, on on some experiences that I that I uh, I had in my life, some actual practices and some real case scenarios that I had through my life. So I was putting that content out. And of course, the, the idea and the, the tagline at the time was to speak to inspire. So the idea was to get out there and inspire, well, one person at a time. <laughs> <laughs> one of the things we found out in doing our podcast, it's been a great experience. And one of the reasons it's been a great experience, almost every person we've had on the podcast, we've gotten into like a very deep conversation. And what we found is spiritual hustle is all about like growing spiritually and kind of peering beyond the veil of reality to understand how the world really works. And we talked about like how you do that. Like there's, you can do it through meditation and other means in order to elevate your consciousness. But what we found through doing these podcasts is having in-depth conversations with people like yourself that in itself raises your consciousness. It's almost like meditated from the perspective that at the end of it, you feel more whole and you feel like you've learned something of substance. Like, are you having the same experience in Lisbon a lot? Yeah, uh, yeah absolutely. So, I mean, I, like I said, I started out with vlogging and then I, since last year, I started doing some, uh, some podcasts. So I'm, I'm using the, the live format. That came from the experience that I had with uh, with Life Tribe. So right. Life Tribe is a group that belongs to American Real, and uh, I was in there for a couple of months. And uh, the objective was to to launch a sixty second video every every day, in twenty one day cycles. So there were I went through about four twenty one day cycles. So I produced about eighty videos, sixty second videos, and that was also a very good experience to really find, find my voice, own also my, my experience in speaking live. And uh, from there, I partnered up with, with the guy that's Gav, Gav Carlos. We, ha we, we had a, a livecast academy, sort of, so where we're learning the tricks and trades of, of doing a, a live casting uh, on Facebook. So I opted to go that, in that direction, to do a live podcast. So that means that I'm live with my guests on, on Facebook. So it's, let's say, one more, uh, it's, it's more interactive. That's the good thing about it. So, so people are listening, people are interacting live. There are questions coming through. And of course, it's, it's much more uh, intense, I would say, for myself as well. So uh, it's more, uh, like, like you said, at the end of the podcast, I'm 
you know, I'm sweating. I really feel <laughs> it's quite intense, and I feel really, uh, like you said, uh, this very deep connection with with our with our guests, and uh, and we learn a lot from there. And, and and hopefully, the idea is that the audience also learns from that and, and is inspired as well. So that has been an extraordinary experience. Cool. So what are you uh, teaching <laughs> with uh, with Live Spin Lab? The, the idea is to essentially document my journey. That was the, let's say the first phase. So to document my my experience, what what I believe, so some some concepts, I created the, the I created a sixty second series, that was uh, most of my actually my life tribe videos that I was putting out, already with, with self awareness consciousness, uh, this type of, of of things. Then I'm now running a, a success habits series, so it's more focused on success, but whatever that may mean for you. So not necessarily. It can be a little bit of a tricky word, but I'm launching the Success Habit a series. That end of the day, it's based on on also some practices or some some hacks that we can use in our daily daily life that will help us get through this uh, lots of distractions that we have in our lives. So things like you know uh, having a news diet, uh, saying saying no, uh, finding a why. So all these all these little let's say concepts that I'm putting in this in this uh, Success Habits series. Is meditation part of the, your success habits? Yes, yes, yes. So in fact, I started to meditate uh, not very recently. So a year, uh, maybe after uh, meeting the group from from London Real, I always thought that uh, meditation was, you know, a little bit of uh, bullshit. <laughs> to be honest, <laughs> I thought, okay, these guys, that doesn't work. You know, it's a whole lot of. Uh, bullshit but i started to do it about a year ago and uh, the results have been extraordinary so it's in fact an excellent practice and and currently i'm i'm doing it every day i really feel i feel uh, good good results from that yes did you mind telling us like what some of the results you've gotten through meditation essentially essentially i feel much calmer let's say the the first when when i don't meditate i feel more more agitated, more slightly more nervous. Right. When I meditate, I feel much calmer. I feel much at ease. You know, I'm I'm much more able to engage with more stressful situations during the day, overwhelming situations. So that I feel on a daily basis is, is one of the biggest takeaways. And yeah, so I've been doing it for about a year. I do I do ten minutes. So just you know, I'm still at the let's say beginner level. Right. I know you you got you guys on a, on another level. Uh, <laughs> I'm still at the beginning level, and I and I find it I'm doing ten minutes a day, and it's uh, fantastic. Ten minutes, fifteen minutes so, a day is all you got to do. It's it's nothing. It's it's not a time thing. It's a it's a how much energy you put into it, which is so, confusing because it's like it's like less energy amount that you focus on it. The more you focus on it, so it's a it's a fun fun game. Okay, yeah. But I heard the quote another day from an old lady and she said that she was comparing meditation with praying. So she said, well, when we pray, we are speaking. And when we meditate, we are listening to ourselves. So I think that's much more powerful. And it happens to me when I, when I meditate and towards the end of my meditation, I usually have like tears coming from my eyes. It's not that I'm crying. I don't know if it happens with, with you guys, but I don't know if it has to do with the, with the meditation or how intense it is. I, I, I have like uh, tears in my eyes. Not, not that I'm crying, but I have some tears coming down. So I really feel you know, relaxed. I feel all the, I've let go of all the, all the pressure, you know? Yeah, that, yeah, that's interesting you say that because that, that happens to me all the time. Like, yeah? 
the thought that like, you're emotionally crying, but tears are coming down. And, and one of the things I'd like to like offer you as a suggestion to you, that's really helped my meditation in the last like four, four months, I believe, is I've got into this habit of uh, having a lot of reverence when I come to my meditation, almost as if I'm going to make love with the divine and treat it like has a very important event. And when I've taken that level of reverence to the whole meditation process, it's like 10x the, the results. Like I'm able to go a lot deeper. And by being able to go a lot deeper, I'm able to get a lot calmer. And as long as I do that meditation once a day, nothing seems to be able to bother me. Well, I won't say nothing. <laughs> 99% of things don't, don't seem to bother me. But yeah, that, that sense of reverence that you're going to make love to the divine that changed everything for me. Okay, okay, okay. That's interesting. Yeah, because if you're gonna go, if you're gonna go and have spend time with like the best lover you you ever had, you want to go with your like your best foot forward, right? You want to go there with with a lot of enthusiasm, a lot of attention, a lot of focus, and a lot of excitement. And like I said, that's been an incredible boost to my meditation. Mm. Okay, okay. Yeah, and when it comes to the, the, the tears and everything, there, there's a couple of things that could be going on. The, the first thing that comes up to my top of my head is when I was experiencing that, there was something subconscious there that I wanted to work through that I wasn't aware of. But like when you sit there in silence, basically your brain's trying to get you to think about stuff. And so it's constantly throwing more and more interesting things. And then it just kind of gives up. <laughs> and that's when you really you, you switch from trying to concentrate, which is you're just bouncing off of thoughts to almost nothing. And then that's when your mind's like, all right, you know, I'm going to break you now. Like, let me give you something that's really emotional, like something from your history. I remember when people who just start to meditate, they tell me that like, they're like, I don't understand. Like when I'm, I'm meditating, I'm just sitting there doing, thinking about nothing. And then something pops into my head that happened when I was like 10 years old. And it's like, well, yeah, you just need to work through that. Even if you don't like actually experience the, the memory, it's still like subconsciously there. And then the, you can experience tears because you're processing that, that emotional state. It could also be that, that you just have your eyes closed and you're bored. And so like you kind of tear up a little bit from the boredom. It's an interesting phenomenon that happens to everybody. And it, and it happens for different reasons. No, good to know. Good to know. What are your goals with Lisbon Lab? Hmm. Have you set any for yourself? And the reason I ask is we're starting to think about like longer term goals for ourselves. And uh, I'm hoping we can throw some ideas back and forth here. Well, the, the idea is to go ahead with a live cast that's clear. So I want to get on the, the guests on a weekly basis and be consistent with that and, and keep throwing, throwing that out. That I mean, it's always good content and it's, it's deep. So that's clear for me. I want to keep going that way. On the other hand, I want to start doing so uh, transformational coaching. So that's my next goal. So right now I'm I'm in a program with uh, within here in Portugal actually with the, one of the big let's say the big shots of the coaching industry. In this case, a transformational coaching, so not motivational coaching. So and I'm going through this this program and we are we are going through the this this principle that is the Enneagram. If you know aware about that, it's a yeah. it's a it's a nine a nine it's a nine sided hexagon not hexagon it's a it's a nine sided figure. With uh, where you study the nine type of nine type of personalities that exist in the world, and based on the, the personalities, there are different. Uh, so, so some personalities are more emotionally affected, others are more mentally affected, others are more. So, depending on the on the personality, they have different approaches 
towards life. And, and that's the basis, let's say, the methodology then to, to understand the people and help them also to transform. And this program uh, is very interesting because it's, it's a transformational program. So where people actually, the first phase is people need to understand this themselves or identify themselves. And then only after they have identified themselves, the real me or the real you, then they start to set goals. So it's a little bit different to motivational coaching. It seems to me a fantastic methodology and I'm going through that program and the idea is to go ahead with that and, and, and start to do transformational coaching one-to-one. I will do that through also through this Lisbon Lab brand. That's the plan. <laughs> when do you expect us to be able to like start coaching people? Is that r- relatively soon? Yeah, I would, I would say, say the second half of this year would, would happen. So I'm going through the program now. So I would say June, May, June. That's the, the plan. I've read a book on, on, the, um, on that uh, years ago, and I always found it like quite fascinating. But I never had a chance to integrate it into like my worldview and utilize it. Can you give me an example of how you would utilize it uh, with someone like to transform them? Or is that too, too big, like an open-ended question? Well, I'm still not there yet. <laughs> okay. okay, so uh, we, we all have a certain uh, parts of our personality that are very strong from since we are born. And we need to identify that. And then depending on the, on the profile, then we have three major areas. You know, there's, we have the, the people that are more thinking-oriented. So they are more thinkers, you know. That is more into the theory. And we have the guys that are more emotional so we have the feeling component of the of the, of the personalities right and we have the the, the, the instinctive okay people are more more instinctive so much spontaneous impulsive okay so these three main areas and then the, the, the concept is, is worked around that so the thing is you cannot uh, coach the, a person that is uh, creative the same way as a person that is a perfectionist that's the, that's the concept so we're not all the same and we need the approach needs to be different based on our personality Okay. Let me ask you a question. Like I've been doing a lot of studying on NLP and, you know, programs that are in the subconscious mind and how you need to like modify those programs in order to change, you know, habitual behavior. Do you know if this program deals with like programs that are in subconscious and how to alter them? Yes, we do cover some NPL. The thing is in each stage of the program, we may use different techniques. So, so the program is not so much technique oriented, but more method oriented. So, you can, at different stages of the program, use different uh, techniques, and, uh, and LP is one of them, yes. Cool. I'm really interested in talking a little bit more about uh, the live podcast. You, you mentioned it's been a lot more interactive. Has there ever been a situation where um, like someone was calling in with a question and it got heated or it stumped, kind of like made you think a little bit more? I mean, more more interested in, in the interaction with the public, like how that is going. Now, in, in general, the, the interaction is, is normally constructive, right? So it's, it's, okay. it's, it's, it has been until now. I mean, uh, <laughs> so it's not, uh, not destructive, has been constructive. So there are some questions, always positive things. Mm-hmm. Normally, the people that are interacting uh, by default are people that are either in my network or in the guest's network. So that is the, that's the first layer of, 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 the, of the audience. Right. So by default, th- those guys not do not uh, i mean bring out any any not have a haters sort of attitude so it has been pretty it has been uh, pretty constructive and, and positive always what software do you use for the uh the live programs 
the live is done on Facebook, directly on Facebook. So actually, Facebook, the the Facebook Live feature where you can actually uh, split screens is is recent. So it's been uh, it's been live since end of 2017, I think. So it's pretty pretty recent. It's it's a it's a it's a feature that's available on Facebook, but only only on on your cell phone. So that feature is only available on your cell phone, not on the laptop. So it's a native F Facebook tool. Cool. And the quality of the video and audio is good. Yeah, it's cool. That's perfect. Yeah. Nice, because we, we were thinking of maybe moving off of Zoom because sometimes the audio is, is a little choppy. Yeah. You, you can use Zoom as well to go live on Facebook as well. Oh, okay. There is a feature in the, in the paid, uh, I suppose you have the, the paid version, that you can go live on Facebook using Zoom. Cool. So after doing all these podcasts live, <laughs> do, you, do you still get nervous before like a podcast? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that, that's the, one of the challenges. Absolutely. So I think the preparation is is much more intense than uh, doing an audio for podcast. I believe. So the preparation is very important. It takes quite a lot of time to make sure that I mean, if you're going through the session, that it's you know everything is going 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 well. But uh, yeah, of course, much more uh, much more of a, of a thrill. Let's say <laughs> that's why I say well, at the end of the podcast, I'm I'm exhausted. I'm like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I need a car, two coffees. <laughs> so there's a lot of a lot of adrenaline going on, and that's that I like. Yeah, I mean, two coffees and maybe a little nap, right? Two coffees. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I think I was mentioning one of the best things we ever did was the podcast because it gives you an opportunity to talk to people you wouldn't necessarily talk to, which which is cool, and uh, and it also gives you reason to connect with uh, people that you've known that haven't you haven't talked to in a long time, right? Exactly. Um, yeah, and it gives you an opportunity to learn, which is the, the best part of uh, the whole concept. And what I started noticing too is I've been listening to other podcasts and paying more attention to like what works in podcasts, what doesn't work in podcasts. And it's, and it's interesting. Like to, to me, I just came from the school that uh, whoever's like hosting the podcast has to be charismatic, like knowledgeable. I think the more I've listened to podcasts, the more I realized that that's not the important part of it like the key to a podcast host is they have to be able to listen and get the most out of the guest right it's not it's not exactly. like a vehicle for them to to show their talents it's a vehicle for them to pull exactly. the information out of, out of the guests so exactly we learned that early on and that was uh that was insightful yeah i agree with that and i've had feedback exactly in that direction so a lot of my guests told me that uh that's, I'm a good listener, so I, I, I'm a pretty good listener, and, and, and I be able, I'm able to, to really conduct the, the podcast in, in a good way. And, and like you say, I mean, the guest is the, is the star, so the guest needs to you know, let, let them talk and let them, let them uh, tell their story, and that's it. You know? right. So that's why, I mean, for me, it's important to, to have my preparation well done, so I, I, I'm able to, you know, to also show some empathy also with the guests, you know, to say, that, okay, be able to lead them, to also show empathy that I understand them, and, I, you know, I have studied their, their background, but uh, yeah, I've had feedback in, in that in exactly in that direction. So where people say that, wow, the, the, the interview was fantastic, and there was a lot of lot of empathy and exactly not, not that I speak a lot or, or that I'm not really the, the the one that's shining, but I mean the guests need to shine. That's that's yeah. that I agree with. Yeah. Have you started thinking about like reaching out to celebrity guests, like to try to get a celebrity on on your podcast? Yes, I'm looking out for some in in, in, in Portugal actually in the Portuguese space. So. And, uh, next month, I will have a guy 
will be my first Portuguese guest, let's say. I would say the, the first first time there is a live cast in Portugal with a Portuguese guest, I think. I think. <laughs> so, yeah, he's been on, on the TV and he's, he's, a, he's in the sporting and then health and fitness uh, industry. Awesome. I'm also going to get, uh, I mean, I, I've already the okay from, from, uh, from a guy that is a, he is a, yeah, he's sort of a co he's a coach as well, but he's he's an entrepreneur and uh, he's also famous here in, in in Portugal. So, so here in in Portugal, I'm I'm reaching out to some some celebrities. Yes, yes, and they like the concept. They are actually quite quite receptive. So you you mentioned one of the things you're doing in the Lisbon lab is trying to promote Lisbon. So let, let me ask you a question. Yeah. Uh, me and my wife are thinking. Me and my wife are going to be coming to Portugal in May. Probably okay. she's Portuguese. Good. So we're okay. trying to, we're trying to think of whether to go to Porto or Lisbon. <laughs> you want me to answer that? <laughs> yeah. I, I, I want you to convince me to come to Lisbon. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Lisbon is is a beautiful city. I mean, because it's 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 on the coast, so is Porto as well. But I mean, Lisbon has a the, the mouth of of the River Tagus is is very wide. It's a city that's based on 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 the riverside. It's about thirty k's from the beach. Right. Uh, but the river is very wide, so it's it's almost as if you are on the beach. So when you go to the river, it's like I can see the river from from my house. So it's the narrowest part of the river in the in the river mouth has two and a half kilometers. That's the narrowest part. So it gives a lot of light. A lot of light is coming through, coming into the city. So the sun is reflecting on the water, and it's and the, the city is facing is on the north on the north side of the river. So we are receiving the sun from the south. So it's a very a very bright and full of a city that's full of full of light and then it's a city that has a it's a city of the seven hills so it means that there are seven hills and on each hill there is a fantastic view over over the city so and it, of course it's, it's a very old city it's about somewhere around a thousand years old and it has a lot of influence from the arabic influence from north africa a lot of history and a lot of beauty and of course nowadays it's it's currently lisbon actually is, is one of the biggest it the new age how to say the business hub in europe at the moment so i don't know if you know about the web summit the web summit is happening in lisbon for the last three or four years mm. it's one of the biggest summits that are uh, oriented towards the so a web summit means usually uh, more IT company uh, or more service-based companies that are oriented. So there is a web summit with about 56,000 people every year happening here. And the headquarters of the web summit was were in Ireland and they are now based here in Lisbon. So it's becoming a very modern and, and a very interesting uh, business hub as well. So you see a lot of foreigners, a lot of young youngsters, uh, entrepreneurs that are coming to Lisbon to, to launch their business. So that's very interesting. Cool. So I know yeah. that you're in the IT field too, as I am. Like, what, what's your background in IT? Is it uh, project management or management or development? Yeah, I'm, I'm currently, so I, I work at SAP. I have a background from IT. So I, I work in various fields. So in consulting, in, in, in project management. Nowadays I do a lot of work that's more like advisory and, and quality assurance, technical quality management. So right. those type of, of roles, yeah. So it sounds like you're in the same situation as me. Spent a lot of time in the IT field, wanted to get the hell out of it and do something a little bit more creative, right? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I can relate to that. Exactly that. So what made you want to start helping people with, with all this stuff, becoming like a transformational coach and everything? Like what was uh, the driving force behind that? Because not a, right. I, from interacting with people, not everybody 
wants to help other people. Right, right. Well, it, it's really based on my, on my my personal journey. So that's how this all started. So I, I actually became aware of myself. So that's a little bit of my my story. So let's say I, I started. I started. This all started in in the in my sporting uh, experience. So I, I've always been a sports a keen sportsman. Which sport? Some, well, in my young days, I practiced various sports, but uh, more recently, in 2010, I came back to sports. So I, doing, I started doing athletics. Okay. So running, but I, I did tennis before and football, and I did uh, duathlons and so on. So in 2010, I was at that stage where I had my family and my my job, and then I thought, hey, I need to start moving again, like in the old days. So I started to run. <laughs> And I, and I started to, to progress quite a lot. I started to become quite obsessed, actually, with, with, with sports. And uh, at certain stage, I, I wanted to improve. So I started to just research, how can I improve? How can I you know, get better? And so on. So, of course, the, the first phase is usually, it usually goes through, I mean, we have the training, let's say, that's what I call, I call the textbook. Uh, that's the textbook training method. So you have your textbook, you have your, your training plan. And that's it, and you execute it. But that, that for me wasn't enough. So that was like, a, there must be, I have to do something more than that. So I started to research. And then the next phase was eating. So, so nutrition? So, exactly, nutrition. Exactly. So the next step was improving through nutrition. Okay, that makes sense. So I started to go through there and start to get also pretty obsessed. So I became actually, I became a, a fruitarian. So I was, I was eating 80% of my food was fruit. Of course, there, there was a lot of resistance. Uh, my family, and, and friends, so it was really strange. I mean, you're eating food, and I mean, you're eating fruit. That's 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 maybe that's dangerous. Be careful, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, keep keep eating the hamburger. That's much better. But anyway, there was some resistance, and uh, so I went through there. I started eating different, and I noticed a lot of progress as well. I, I felt very very good. I started losing not weight, but I, I lost some. I lost a lot of liquid and a lot of centimeters, but not weight. But I felt really good, really light, really energetic, full of energy. Then I discovered Robin Sharma. That was the first guy that said that I, I discovered. So I saw some of his videos. I read a couple of his books. So the, the monk who, who sold his Ferrari. I read the, the leader who had, without a title. So he was my, let's say, my first mentor in this journey of, of self, of self development and self awareness. So, and that started to make sense to me. So I thought, really, to improve, to be a better, a better athlete, then I need to also to improve myself. My, you know, I need to, I need to go through a self development process. So that's when I started to become, you know, more, more aware and more, more clear. And I started to to have uh, this this behavior. And, and and in general, people around me were not in that in that in that state in that level. So I would speak with you know, my family or colleagues or friends, and it's it was difficult to connect. They were not there, you know. They were on another on another another level. So you know, I was a bit confused. So I mean, this is the way forward, but I, I you know I don't know how to go forward because I you know people in my peer group are not there. So I, I need you know I need help and so on. So I also discovered then Brian Rose, and then I went into the program, and then there was a group of like 50 or 60 guys that were like, okay, these are the guys. <laughs> okay, so so there are guys out there that are thinking, you know, like like that are, are really interested in, in self-development and growing and learning and going through meditation and doing this and that. So, okay. They are really feel, I felt a, a big connection and, 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 and that made me go, go forward. So the question, going back to the question, is that uh, I really discovered myself by myself and, and, uh, and, and that's why I really feel that I want to help other people also to discover themselves, to be themselves, to be more self-aware. For me, that's the, the first key. That's one of my goals for, 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 for this year is to become 
as self-aware as possible. So that's that's part of my my story, my journey, and I want to help also other people to to achieve this self-development. So that that's why I want to help people to also go through this journey too, because by default people are in the in the rat race, right? So they are in the they are just be busy being busy and they don't really think or, or, or have an opportunity to think or a reason to think or whatever uh, motivation to think differently from their day-to-day you know, business, uh, day-to-day routine. That's the first step to, to get the people from that state to a state of, of awareness like, okay, maybe I can do something different and maybe I can be better and I can, I can uh, improve, be it in sport, be it in life, be it in personal relationships, be it you know, with your with your parents, with your children, with your whatever, you know. So for me, that's, this was the journey of self-discovery. And uh, and uh, that's why I launched Lisbon Lab also to to document part of my journey. And and, and I want to go ahead and, and continue with this, this this journey. And then that will go through the, that, that is exactly based on trans- helping people to transform one, one by one. Cool. What, what would you give, like, some <laughs> advice for the transition because i think one of the toughest transitions for people is transitioning from you realize that something's up something's wrong so you start making these changes and then you you kind of like you go one standard deviation higher you go one level above where everyone else is and then you start interacting with those same people as your friends coworkers and stuff and they're just they're not getting you anymore <laughs> yes. well, what advice would you give for people that are at that stage, because those are the kind of people that are at risk to just fall back into old cycles, bad habits and everything. How would you like kind of get out of that? You need help. I mean, that, that's, I think is the, because like you said, the first stage of becoming aware, right? So you think, Mm -hmm. okay, the change, but I mean, there are, at that stage you think there are, I need to change. So there's something I need to improve, but there are some things that's also not so bad. So you're sort of on, on the fence, you know? So, there are some things that are actually good. Let's say in your profession, my career is not bad, but it's also not good. You know, it's not bad, but so you're sitting on the fence. That's one mm-hmm. of the stages. Then you have a stage where you're sort of, you want to change it and there's some some energy. Or so you're sort of like in a, in a shock state. Okay, I want to do this and this is the way forward. Then you have the next stage, that's the fear. When you start to feel the fear, when you really, just before you start changing, when you, you still feel that, like you said, when someone comments, on your behavior like what do you mean i don't understand that stage where you're still in that fear stage you're still not totally you're still not totally transformed that's the most dangerous stage that's what you just say right justin so that's the stage where you can you can very quickly go back to your red race say okay let's forget all of this and let's go back to the to my first stage right but i mean I think that you need to find find people, someone in your in, in your change your peer group, find someone that is really on, on the same page. I mean, nowadays, I mean, the, we have the, the world that at our fingertips. So, so find people that are, are also, I mean, motivated in 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 an area that you are also motivated. So look for for groups out there, speak to your friends. Find, I mean, I, I actually a colleague at work that was we 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 resonated a lot. So we are we are about hundred and something people. So I had one colleague that I resonated with. <laughs> so I I, <laughs> I found one in one hundred. So so that was really cool because we had a lot of discussion. And sometimes we would go for for a coffee or dinner or lunch with another colleague, and and they would not understand us. But anyway, but I would say like like I said, I, you need to find a peer group that are have the same interests as you and and not want to take you the, uh, that will help you the, to go in the same direction, or you need to find help. I mean, like with a coach that I think is, is really my objective. So to be a coach, to grab that person to, and to show them a way forward. Yeah? 
with a method with something that's really you know with a clear method and a clear, a clear understanding of where the person is going how is the person going to transform and what are the results that they will, will achieve cool yeah i feel like people are pretty vulnerable in that in that stage and it's at it's at that point where it's like you either take the leap uh, forward or, or you, you fall exactly. back and that's why you know it's something to talk about and to to be aware of and, and really basically to sum up what you said it sounds like you shouldn't isolate yourself from everybody you should locate your own tribe and then um and right. then work off of that and kind of keep those people at a at a distance who are trying to drag you back down like you know for some people since you guys work at places like you can't just be like all right all of you guys are fired who who don't agree with me you know because then you lose 169 employees so <laughs> exactly. you know so, so the other the option is to just kind of distance yourself and, and, and find allies to align yourself with who agree with you on, on, on these things and who are trying to improve themselves as well and yeah, and have these fun conversations with them. Exactly. Yeah, I, I seem to find no matter where I am, I, I can find like at least one or two people, like-minded people. I don't know whether I'm lucky or, or that's out of the ordinary, but uh, I found that that to be the case uh, almost everywhere I go. And, uh, and sometimes I become conspiracy minded, right? They get into like crazy conspiracies and there's even people around now who go talk about crazy conspiracies. So I think that uh, generally people, from my experience, I'd love to hear what it's like in Europe, are a lot more open to like um, growing personally and spiritually. Like, is that the case generally in Europe? Like are people... I don't want to use the term new age because it has a lot of bad connotations, but are, are People, and I don't want to use religious because that's a bad connotation. Something use spiritual. Are there a lot of like spiritual people who are thirsting for something more to learn something beyond the nat, you know, the five senses? Do you, are there a lot of people like that in Europe? I don't think there are many, to be honest. No? <laughs> Damn it, I'm not uh, coming then. <laughs> Maybe I'll just come and hang out at your house. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Of course. But from my experience, to be honest, it's it's. I think in Europe, the I mean, South Europe, so it's different, a little bit different. So there's more more of a traditional. So it's more traditional, right? So, right. but different to all the Central Europe. It's, Southern Europe is very it's more traditional, more more religious, actually, not much Catholic. So people are are, I don't think, uh, not so much aware and and and. and and really wanting to change. Of course, there are people not saying that they're not, but not not the majority. I would not say. I would say the minority clearly. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, I also find that there are a lot of people that need help. You see, right. so uh, because um, going to your question about religion, I think it's, it's it's a deep topic. But also currently, we see we are we are countries that are more religious. But currently, the religion is also not not giving the society the enough response it's not being a how can i say religion itself is not helping the, the society the new generation so much you know yeah. what i'm saying i know exactly uh, what you're saying yeah. so there's a bit of a crisis of identity crisis between the older generations and the younger generations and i think that they need a lot of help and, and that would come through becoming more self-aware more but i don't see it being practiced so if, if for example if you go back to schools for example at school it's not it's not a practice you know at work it's not a practice mm-hmm. i for example had had the privilege to at my work uh, i worked with a multinational company i had the privilege to have a, actually a mindful session we had two days of, of a mindful uh, session 
with a coach from from Germany. So during two days, but that's something that's not common that to happen here in Europe. So, but as I say, I think it's it's not common, but people need need some support and need need some guidance because there, there is no no other support in, in within the society. You see my point? Yeah, yeah, I definitely. And I think Europe's uh, much like North America, where um, the younger generation they're not going to, to church. That they're looking for something. Who knows what it is, but that they're definitely looking for something. And there's also the challenge of work for younger people, right? There, there isn't as much work as there used to be. And all of that kind of builds up pressure, right? That pressure has to be unleashed. Like the, the younger people have to find their why, right? And I think in this day and age, it's a little exactly. harder given the economic situation and, and given like the, the situation with the, with the church and everything. Yeah, exactly that. I mean, and, and there are a lot of distractions because you know, I see with the younger people, youngsters, my, my ch- children as well, there are a lot of distractions and, yeah. and children are very motivated with, with the, you know, with the quick, you know, with the, with the brands, with the, they want to consume, that's the, that's their way of feeling, feeling uh, accomplished, you know, yeah. uh, and not so much uh, re- reaching out to, to spirituality. Yeah, and, and technology obviously plays a big role in keeping yeah. people occupied on the wrong things. So be, I would assume be, being a teenager these days has a, has a lot of challenges that were never around before. Exactly. How, how many kids exactly. do you have? I have two kids. Two kids? Yeah. They're going into their teenage, teenage years. years. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> so you, you're going to have some challenges. A challenging face. Exactly. <laughs> yes, exactly. So when it comes to the podcast, one of the things we're looking at is like how to mo- possibly monetize the podcast. So have you thought about that or the options and how to do that? Not, not, not really. Right. Have you guys? Well, we're just starting to look into it. I mean, the, the idea of, uh, initially was we just wanted to do something that was fun, talk to interesting people, learn a bit and, and you know, have interesting experiences. Uh, and we, we, we've done that for almost a year and it's been great. So now we're thinking, okay, what's the next step? How do we monetize this? Um, there's obviously like two, two models uh, that I'm familiar with. One is like what Joe Rogan does in regards to getting sponsorship, right? And the other model, it seems to be what Brian is doing, builds a tribe and sells them products. So we're looking at the different options and uh, seeing what, what could look work best for us. Um, and as part of that, we're, we're coming up with our own information products that we think are um, needed today. Because we talked about the need for, for young people to like find some sort of direction in their life given the economic and, and spiritual conditions of our day. And we're coming up with courses that hopefully will help them and and much like you're trying to do, like with the transformational coaching, help people, we're trying to do that with our with our online co- uh, courses. So maybe we'll, we'll follow more the model that uh, Brian Rose does, with London Real. All right, right. No, that sounds good. But you're using your spiritual hustle brand as well in your in your videos, in your courses. Uh, no, but we we will be um, connecting them, but we're not using the spiritual hustle brand. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's exciting times because there's a lot of things we're thinking through and how to you know execute on it and, and do it do it in a way that makes sense. But I think the key through all of it is to have fun, right? 
Like the goal Absolutely. is to enjoy the process and help people, help ourselves and have fun, right? And I think if we, if we follow that simple recipe that we'll get to a place where, um, you know, a good place where hopefully we'll be able to monetize it also at some point. Of course, of course. No, I mean, enjoying the process, I think, is, is, is the key. You need to enjoy yeah. the process, enjoy what you're doing, and then do it, and then do it consistently. So I think that's very important as well. So sometimes we lack, at least I speak for myself, we some, sometimes lack a little bit of consistency now and then, but I think it's, it's, it's really key. Just, just keep doing it, just keep putting it out there, and that's, that's my, my mindset. I mean, good or bad, I mean, done is better than perfect. And just do it and just put it out there. That's, that's, that's a bit of my, bit of my, my, my approach. Persistence. Yeah, that's a great piece of advice. Done is better than perfect, and that, that's one of the things I really learned. Uh, like in London, real, just get the damn video up there, right? Exactly. I remember the first couple of videos I put out there. I spent like freaking hours trying to redo it, redo it, redo it, and, uh, and screw that. If you if you follow that philosophy, you never get anywhere. Just by doing it, even if it's shit, it'll give you the experience to get it better, right? So get it done. Exactly. Absolutely. Exactly. 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 That's my model. I think I'm gonna get a tattoo across my arm. <laughs> gonna take off on Nike. <laughs> that sounds good. <laughs> so, Joel, um, thanks for being on the podcast. So, I think we've kept you an hour now, um, but we really cool. appreciate your input. Uh, it was great to catch up with you, see what you're doing with the Lisbon Lab. Um, like the best of luck. Uh, with everything and if at any point in the future if you want to like exchange ideas and how to like promote the podcast maybe monetize it uh, we would definitely be open for that conversation yeah 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 no, that's that sounds good i think we can maybe yeah do something together of course yeah we'll keep yeah, in touch yeah. and uh you're coming through to lisbon i mean just drop me a line eh, when you when you when you're coming over yeah definitely It'd be nice to meet up okay. with the wives and have a coffee or something yeah 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 fantastic hmm. Or right. maybe I'll show up like uh, during a live podcast and I'll be sitting in the corner, right? Yeah, we can do that. We can do a live podcast. <laughs> That'd be yeah, cool. Yeah, live podcast. Awesome. Yeah, we can do it. We can awesome. do it. A, a live podcast at the live at the Lisbon Lab Studios. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds exciting. All right. All thanks. Right. Thanks again for being on the podcast. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, right, thank you so much. Right. Cheers. Bye. Thank you so much. Bye bye. Okay. You're recording.